It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Tuesday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Tuesday, October 10th. Tuesday with a T, which means Tony Burke is in studio as well. Hello, Tony. Hey, Johnny. You look different. Look different. Yeah, you look a lot older today. Yeah, I do. I'm the big six. Six old today. Hey, hey, Scoots. I got an old man in the studio with me. Usually it's Ed when I say that, but today it's Tony. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tony. Thanks, Scoot. Um, all right. Same birthday as Brett Favre. I don't know if that's good or bad. Used to be good. Maybe it's not good now. Wait, Brett Favre sixty today? Same birthday, oh, not okay. date. I was like, "There's no way Brett Favre's sixty. No. I mean, uh, he probably feels 60. He took some <laughs> shots in his career, uh, both uh, alcoholic and uh, football-related. Uh, you didn't say that to me. That you look old? No. Scoot said that. I can't believe Tony's 60. That's true. Uh, well, I've known you for 45, 50 years, so, yeah, I can believe you're 60. Uh, Eminem Cards Hotline's open for anybody to call in and tell Tony happy birthday, 502-384-1450, 384-1450. We will talk a little sports as well. Thornton's text line open, 502-414-1450. I had four quarters in the car, so I stopped and got me an icy cold thirst quencher from Thornton's either 32 ounces or smaller. I, of course, went 32 for uh, 89 cents. And I told him to keep the change. Got gas there yesterday. Told him to keep the change, and uh, so somebody's getting a free six cents there. Uh, So come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. All right, Scoots. Four, nine, and one last week. No, I had the, five, uh, eight, and one. Selections. Well, you had it wrong. <laughs> I'll go over it at the break, but right now I've got you 16 games under 500. No, I went five, eight, and one. I'm going to grab my paper real quick. You grab your paper. Tell me your five winners when you get it out. Tony and Big Al the Fish, another productive week, another positive money week. Three and two. Not great, but you know what? Over 500, 14 and 11 on the season now. Two you games. happy with that? Yeah, I, I, it's one bad week. Over that, 500, you're happy. That one in four week was the killer. But I tell you what, the games we lost, we made sure we lost big. Spears uh, no longer called the Salsarita six pack. Yeah, two and four, but I was 0 and 4. So thank you, Jets, and thank you, uh, 49ers, because it was heading directly toward a big 0-6 uh, donut hole. Uh, still over 500 on the year, 19-16-1, just like Tony and Big Al the Fish, three games over. So uh, I'll take that. And it's probably the first time you've been over at this point in your career. Forever. So <laughs> just saying, if you are if you understand trends, you might want to bet the other way this coming weekend. Scooch, you got them in front of you? Yes, I was definitely 5-8-1. All right, give me me your winners. I had Jacksonville plus 5.5. Got it. I had Cincinnati minus 3. Got it. I had the Jets plus 2. Oh, okay. That's where I missed. That's on me. Okay. I I wrote down an L. And then Kansas City and Las Vegas. You're on fire, Scooch. He's so happy to be 5-8-1, Tony. Hey, that's only only three games under 500. Ever heard anybody (laughs) as happy to be 5-8-1? So now you're 31 45 and two, only 14 games under 500. <laughs> so much for catching up in three weeks. Oh my God. John, <laughs> our buddy Chase at the football game. And I said, you just want me to call in cause scooters picks are brutal. 
just call in <laughs> Chase and tell Scooter who to pick this week, and then there we he, go. He can uh, he can you can be he can be your proxy there. Just pick them. Uh, I gave you an opportunity once again to flip them all. You you chose not to. Could have won eight five and one. Either way, it's only three games. I'll be all right. It's only, it's only three games. <laughs> three a week will get you to 14 under 500 pretty quickly. <laughs> all right, uh, baseball, what a game last night. Atlanta-Philadelphia. Scooch, did you watch this one? I know Tony I, did. I unfortunately turned it off, I want to oh say, the sixth or the seventh inning, so I had to go back this morning and watch the highlights, how it all unfolded. Yeah, but Phil- it was a lot of fun up until the point I stopped watching. Phillies led 4 nothing uh, on the brink of going up 2-0 and then going back home. Remember, these are five-game series in the divisional round. Braves had no runs in the first 14 innings of this series. That's unbelievable with that lineup. But Travis Darno hits a two-run homer. Austin Riley a two-run homer with two outs in the eighth inning to give them their first lead at 5-4. to four. And then the bizarre 8-5-3 to five to three double play to end it. Um, are you okay, Tony Burke, with how far Bryce Harper ran while the ball was in the air? Well, I, I think what happened was he thought he read that perfect. So he, he was going to tie the game up. But you have to stop at second base. Yeah. And make sure. I mean, you you know baseball. If, you played played the game. Hey, if he doesn't catch it and you're standing on second base and it ricochets off the wall, you're going to walk home from second base. Here's what I think he's thinking. I'm the tying run. Second and third does not guarantee us anything. Right. I've got to score on this. And he probably went, and you know, you say it, you're taught, get to second, stand on second, right? Right. If the ball gets away from the outfielder or he doesn't catch it, you're at least at third with a good chance if it caroms off the wall to score. Uh, he went about three or four steps past second, slipped on his way back as he tried to, you know, spin in his wheels there, uh, retouched second, which you have to do, and he was out by, you know, a couple steps. He slipped. But I understand where he's coming from there. He's thinking I got to score. Yeah, I'm the tying run. I'm the tying run. He's not thinking I got to get to third so that we have second and third and one out, which maybe is what he should have been thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I heard, I didn't think about this, but Curtis Granderson brought this up in the post game last night. Outfielders in that situation, you're up a run. Michael Harris was playing a little deeper than he usually would, normally would be. And that's a great point that Granderson makes. That allowed him to actually get to that ball and make that catch up against the wall. That's an important point that you don't really think about. But Bryce, he also said, look, Bryce Harper's got to know that too. Those outfielders are playing deep. If that ball's not over the fence, it's probably going to be caught. Yeah, it's no doubles in what they're doing. Yeah. And what the what was amazing to me about the – there's two things amazing about that play to me. Well, first, the catch. Yeah, because if he doesn't catch it, it ricochets off of there. They're Could've gone anywhere. The game's tied, and they got a guy in one out and scoring position. Maybe on third. Yeah, probably. But the great Although play, the great play was by Riley. Al- 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 Albies couldn't pick the ball up. He tried yeah. to to field it and couldn't do it, and went by him. And and Riley fielded it like a third baseman coming in on a slow roller. He cut across, caught it, threw it off the run and threw a dart to first base to end that baseball game. Yeah, you talk about uh, Bryce Harper going too far, but if Riley's not in position, they don't get him. Yeah. It's that simple. He's at first with two outs. If Riley's in position, Harper's standing at second. Do they get him? Say it again. 
if Harper would have stopped at second or barely just passed second, and that same play plays out they don't the same way, does yeah, Riley they, get him? No, no, he gets back easy. No, he okay. gets back. Probably standing. And like John said, he kind of he he kind of slipped when he changed yeah, he directions. He spun his wheels when he tried yeah. to turn around. Yeah, he he did. So, but great game, unbelievable game. The Phillies, I mean, they had two on their grasp. Tony, how good was they Wheeler? Had a, Wheeler was unhittable for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the and for, remember this too, first run the Braves scored, botched cutoff throw. Yeah, Acuna's on first, two outs. Albies hits a ball to right field. Acuna goes to third. The ball gets away from Trey Turner coming back into the infield, and Acuna scores there with two outs. Huge play. That's, that a, was, that's a run you don't think about, but it's a 5-4 game. That's a huge run. That was such a high IQ baseball play for Acuna yeah. to be watching that throw coming in and seeing it carry him off. And going and then around to go. third and saying, yeah. you know what, if here's it what does he did. get away, he, he anticipated. Yeah. Here, here's what he did. He thought it might be a gapper, mm-hmm. so he's running as hard. I mean, he was going to be running hard anyway, but he's thinking it's maybe a double. And I might be able to score if it's cut that way. So he was he was very aggressive. And as soon as he saw it, he just took off and they had no play whatsoever. And you're right, John. That play's overlooked in that game. Yeah. It's a difference in that you game. You don't think about it. Uh, so now they go back to Philly, which has, you know, the first two games against Miami, un- unbelievable crowd. They won the crowd battle. I mean, if you look at all the playoff games, the crowd battle has been won by Philadelphia. They will bring it in the city of brotherly love and it, I'd love to be there. It's going to be raucous. Brotherly love is one word that they use that shouldn't be used from Philadelphia. If you've ever been to Philly for anything, they're just not happy, and they hate you. <laughs> they threw uh, batteries at Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Eagles game. Yeah. Boots. Boo, who boos Santa Claus? That's, that's crazy. They threw batteries at, um, at referees running off the field at, uh, at well, what was the old Veterans Stadium? Yeah. Said that did stuff to Mike Smith's daughter on a bu- kids on a bus. <laughs> Where are they getting all these batteries? Uh it's Philly, man. I'm gonna guess CVS or Walgreens. I mean, you can get them just about anywhere. <laughs> oh, that wasn't those a, are true oh, stories. Though your point is, why are they bringing them into the game? Exactly. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, Arizona four, Dodgers two last night. Arizona with a two zero lead in that series. They won eighty four games this season. They were outscored by their opponents. The Dodgers, here they are, 100 wins, cruising to the playoffs, got the best line, two candidates for MVP and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, and now you're down 2-0 going back to Arizona. Who saw this coming? Three-run first inning again. The Arizona Diamondbacks have scored nine runs in the two first innings so far in this series. University of Louisville battery started the game for yeah. the for the Dodgers. Bobby struggled. And, and Bobby Miller was throwing a hundred the whole time. Couldn't get his breaking ball over. Couldn't throw it close. And then when they and took him out, when he gave up the three runs, he looked disgusted. But it's like you can't wait. Yeah, at not, this, not point. At this time of year. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel had a homer, a single, two RBIs for Arizona. The Dodgers Tony have ten hits in the two games. Well, who are the first two pitchers for the Diamondbacks? We, Kelly, we, we talked about Zach it the other day. Allen, you said it. Because they won that first series against Milwaukee in two games, they were able to save Merrill Kelly, get him that start, and then Zach Gallen came back last night on his normal rest. And uh, now they've got, you know, house money, I guess you would say. Or your boy Brandon Fott will start tomorrow night. Uh, or, yeah, tomorrow night against Lance Lynn for the uh, D-back. Oh, that series is over if Lance Lynn's oh, on the mound. No. 
Oh, dude, the, the yeah, you know I'm for the Diamondbacks and the Rangers doing? in the World Series. Come I'm, on, man. I, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. If Lance Lynn's on the mound for the Dodgers. And, John, you asked if anyone's surprised. I'm not surprised because this is the Dodgers in the playoffs every year. They win 100 games every single year. Everybody's like, oh, Dodgers are going to win the World Series. And they always choke every single year. Dodgers have won the National League West nine of the last ten years. They have one World Series. It's yeah. like the 90s Braves. Well, you know what? If the Braves don't win last night, you're looking at Philly and Arizona 2-0. Now, I know that's, that didn't happen, so it doesn't matter. The TV but, executives are in oh. a fetal position right <laughs> now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because Dodgers, they want the Dodgers there. They probably Atlanta-Philly, I think that's a push. They don't care which one of those. But they, they don't want Texas, and they don't want Minnesota. They don't want Minnesota. But you know who wants Minnesota? Me. Me. Okay, yeah. We're, we agree. Scooter? <laughs> nah, I, I could do it. The Houston. Them. Well, Correa's on this team now. He was one of the biggest cheaters. Yeah. Well, well, you got to remember, I'm a Rangers fan, so I want oh, the yeah. Twins. Tony, I don't, I don't want to see, so, see the Astros. Tony is so close to Rangers Diamondbacks, which is his dream World Series. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you win the first two games in a five-game series in the history of baseball, 27-3. and three. Pretty good. Wow. So that's what the Dodgers are up against right now. It's also what the Orioles are up against as well. But the Dodgers are up against that an uh, Arizona team that, man, they they just come out ready to play and they came out unscared. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I, I think so. There's a lot of teams that look at that lineup. Look at you know Clayton Kershaw is going to go in the first game and they're like, oh man, what are we going to do? Arizona had none of that. Nine runs in the first inning of the first two games. Am I correct there? Six and three. Nine and, yeah. Nine I mean, that when you start games and you give your pitchers some confidence, especially, you know, really good pitchers like Gallon and Kelly, that, I mean, your confidence goes off the charts. And now there's some there's some puckering up, I think, coming from L.A. Well, I know Scooter thinks Lance Lynn's puckering up. That's yeah. for sure. I Lance think Lynn's just are. terrible. By the way, John, I kind of got to check you on your math. You said yeah. 27 and three and five. There's only been 30 five-game series ever? Well, there used to be uh, – Back in the day, they were all seven-game series. Oh, were they? Yeah. I thought baseball was one of those that was always like three, five, seven, seven. No. Yeah, no. Huh. Well, they didn't have wild cards. They didn't, didn't have, have wild cards. That's true, yeah. Back in the 60s, Scooter, you had to win the American League and win the National League. There was no playoffs. It was just world, regular season ends. Let's go to the World Series. That was it. Hmm. And then you had championship series for a long time before divisional series ever came along. You're too young to remember things, Scooter. Well, just, the, the don't best challenge, my that, man. No, I was, I was. That just didn't add up for me because that was only, I mean, that's only thirty series. Even though I gave, to a year, even though I gave you a loss for the Jets, don't challenge my <laughs> man. Come on. Um. All right. Here's the question. And I asked this yesterday. Is it an advantage to be struggling to get into the playoffs over a team that is in in early September? They know they're going to be in the playoffs. They clinch their spot. And all of a sudden, they're resting guys, or they're just not playing meaningful baseball in late September. And all of a sudden, you got to turn it back on. And it, I mean, this happened Phillies last year. Let's go with them. Uh, again, this year, you got Arizona, who was struggling to get in until the last day of the season. Texas, same thing. Um, Philadelphia, had Philadelphia had Minnesota. their spot. Minnesota was in, kind of. Uh, Houston. Was uh, you know they won game one in that series. Is it an advantage to have to be playing meaningful baseball in late September? Well, I think meaningful. Those teams all were pretty much, you know, they weren't in for sure. 
Arizona won. No, I know, but I'm just saying. It, you know what? It's the old thing. You know, if your team's scoring a lot, is it good offense or good defense? Matters which team you're for, and, and you know it just matters. And but when you set your rotation up, it should help you. I don't care if the guys pitched it a lot should. or not. If you have good pitching, but is too much rest underrated? It could be. I, I think. I mean, you, you got to look to. I got to look at more data here. But and if, you're not I, going. But to. I feel like no, I'm not going to. <laughs> but I feel like. I'm ready to eat this uh, cookie that uh, my wife uh, decided <laughs> to get for your birthday. That thing, M&M cookie. Mm. Those are two words I love. I mean, if, that if is M&M's a word. That is somebody who stands by his sponsors. Not only does he have M&M cartridge, but he gets M&M cookies. Yep. There you go. I thought it was the same thing. <laughs> Am I wrong on that? All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We'll set the uh, stage for tonight's baseball. We've got college football three games on a Tuesday. Ah, oh, the world is the world is good. Over Raiders over the Packers last night and preseason NBA. Did anybody else watch? Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears and the birthday boy, Tony Burke in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline's open 384-1450, 384-1450. Join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open 414-1450. Our boy Becco with the text. Happy birthday, Tony B, making 60 look and feel like 40. You believe that? I guess. Thank you, sir. Oh, that sounded good. <laughs> That 60's coming out of there. Well, that 60's wild out of there. I really appreciate it, young fella. Yeah. There is something to be said for that text, though. If I, Tony, I feel like if I didn't know you, I would guess you're about 40, 45. Well, I appreciate that's, that's that, accurate. Scoot. I'm pretty active. He just wants part of that, that M&M cookie I'm just, I'm just trying to get another Steelers hat out of the deal. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Did you have it on the other day for the big victory? Uh, I did not. I was uh-huh. at work, but I, uh, I wore it. What day did I wear it? Sun, uh, Saturday. I wore it. There you go. That was we, a good day. We do have to talk a little bit NFL, and we'll get to that uh, quickly. The Houston Astros, Minnesota Twins today, 407 on Fox. Uh, yep, 407, first Early. pitch. Christian Javier against Sonny Gray. Who you got? I like the Twins, Sonny Gray. I've, That's I've, your man. I'm a big Sonny Gray guy. I, I love Sonny Gray. I think he's an unbelievable competitor. The Reds blew it by letting him get away. Um, because he was he was kind of banged up when he was with Cincinnati, but he has been unbelievable this year and most years uh, with the Twins. I like Minnesota tonight as well. Eight oh seven. Uh, Baltimore at Tony's Texas Rangers. I don't need to ask him who he likes. The Rangers are up two games to none. They'll send Nathan Ivaldi tonight against Dean Kramer. Here are the Orioles, hundred game winners on the verge of uh, getting knocked out in the first round. You know that bummed me out when or they, in the division that series. bummed me out when it came out because. I would like to pull for Baltimore. I would have liked seeing Texas and Baltimore playing instead of either Minnesota or Houston. And I just don't want Houston in there. I'm sorry. Being so, a Texas uh, Rangers fan, we've been beat on them forever. <laughs> hey, I've, the year that I go to a game in Arlington, the Rangers are playing well. Yep, there you go. They should invite you back. They should. I should have a permanent seat anytime I'm in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, which, which is, is 
Not very often. Uh, NCAA football tonight. Yes, tonight. Louisiana Tech at Middle Tennessee. 7 o'clock CBS Sports Network. MTSU three-point favorite. Scoots, who you got? Oh, I'm rolling with MTSU all day. They've uh, let me down a couple times this season, so tonight's the night they get They're right. one in five. Yeah, they're not good. But you're 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 going to take the one and five team and give yeah. three points absolutely to the three and four. Yeah, it's a three point game either All way. Right. So Coastal Carolina at App State seven thirty. Scott Satterfield's not coming through that door. That's a good one. Uh, App State is a five point favorite at home. ESPN two. The Chanticleers are two and three. The App State, whatever they are, Mountaineers? are three and two. Know. Mountaineers, I think that's right. No, that's no. Tony, would you like to bet Scooter on this? No, but that just came to me. App State, I'm not looking it up. Scooter, that's up to you. I'm looking it up. Uh, App State's a five-point favorite. Who you got, Tony? Chanticleer. Oh, they are the Mountaineers. Nicely done, Tony. I told you to bet him. (laughs) Sitting here, I was making the signal. Scoot's on a roll picking wrong, so (laughs) I should have. I like App State. Uh, Coastal so Carolina's been good till this year. So we're giving points here so far. 7.30 Liberty at Jacksonville State. 5-0 and Liberty. 5-1 and Jacksonville State here. Uh, the Jacksonville State coach is? Uh, the guy used to coach. Mike McCarthy. Or Mike. Uh, no. Uh, but 100, it's not Mike. You want to bet that? Good? Yeah. Uh, the Rich guy, Rodriguez. Rich, that's, that's gosh dang it. I we talked that. about it last it. week. Uh, Liberty 5-0. and Jack State 5-1. and Liberty on the road, seven point favorite on the U tonight. Scoots, who you got? Taking I'll the, roll with Liberty. You giving points on the road to yeah. a five and one team. Absolutely. That, is that the Flames? Liberty yeah. Flames. Mm-hmm. I'll take the Flames. And Jacksonville State. Um, Gosh, I know. Do dads? Do dads? It's an animal. It's an animal. That come on, everybody's <laughs> almost everybody. I know an what animal. it is. I'm trying to think. It's not Tiger. So there you go. Three college football games. You know what that sounds like to me, Scooter? What's that? An over parlay. That seems like it. When we went to commercial and I yelled over, I knew what that was a three-team over. <laughs> they are the Gamecocks, by the way, That's Tony. And, and when we, well, actually, it is an animal. He was right. You own 200, Scooter. Actually, to, or John, when you said, oh, or when I heard Tony say overs, I was hoping that tonight was the night we started Maction. Because I love me a good Maction. Uh, uh, I yep. think we got Maction tomorrow, tomorrow? night. Oh, okay. Uh, let's deal. see. No, we got football when we don't have any Maction. They're coming up, though. It's coming, and it's 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 glorious when it happens. Uh, I don't know how much longer the Max is going to be around, though. I mean, these, these super conferences are just taking everybody. Speaking of uh, college football, Mark Stoops said some interesting things, Tony, at his uh, radio show last night, including blaming NIL money for the loss, a 51-13 to 13 loss. I'm not sure that's the time to do that. No, and th- I don't. I think it was said that way, but not like everybody's taking it. I think he said it in, in just this kind of thing. You know what? You guys do something. I don't think he was like, we got to do this. Here's, but here's the direct quote. I've read it a bunch of times. Fans have that right to complain. I give it to them. You give it to them? All right. I just encourage them to donate more because that's what the, those dudes are doing. I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days. We could use some help. He went on to tell the fans to, hey, if you don't like it, pony up. 
But you know what, John? Kentucky's 5-1. and one. They it's, lost to the number one team in the country. I know they got blown out. Yep. But you know what? You're 5-1 and one with Missouri coming in Saturday night. You don't worry about Georgia. You beat Missouri. You're 6-1. Well, and I'm, one. Wor- I'm worried about a hangover. Well, I, I don't disagree. But you got to get back on the horse when you get your when you get your butt beat and then get back and do it. Like, like I said, Scoot, and you, you texted, you know what? You want to be remembered for something? Make a play. And they, and they didn't make any plays, offensively, defensively, special teams. That was the worst performance of a Stoops team in a long time. Is that fair? Well, last year was 16-6, to six, and then you roll in to, to Athens thinking you got a shot, and you just get your brains beat in. <laughs> brains beat in is is, uh, is correct. And it's, you know, I know Stoops is frustrated. He he said, you know, we didn't do anything right. I, I'm, I have nothing to say positive about that game. Uh, and he's right, and he's also right about the NIL money. But everybody, look, it's still 11 on 11, right? It's still 11 on 11. Alabama, they're struggling, but you know what? It's still 11 on 11, man. My question to you, I had this talk. You're 11 got my destroyed by their 11. My brother-in-law Steve said, and he's usually very negative, but he said, you know what? They caught Georgia at the wrong time. Everybody was down on Georgia being the number one team in the country. You get a. You get a night game against a Kentucky team coming in that thinks they're going to be good, and they were ready to roll, and they just put it to Kentucky. I was, I was thinking about this yesterday. If this game takes place in, say, week one or two, what's the result? I mean, Georgia's obviously probably still going to get the win, yeah. but do you all think it's a closer I game? Mean, Georgia beats I, I everybody. Be. Georgia beats everybody. Yeah. So let's just be honest about that. Or They haven't lost in three years. Are they going to lose this year? Probably not. Uh, not at least until – the, the semifinals of the playoff, I don't see anybody in the SEC that can compete with them, and I'm, I'm including Alabama and LSU and Auburn, whoever you want to name. Here. Yeah, and, and like I said, Tennessee. they're sitting there on a national televised, televised game going, this cocky Kentucky team's coming in here. We're going to show them that we're Georgia. Okay, why weren't they as good against a cocky South Carolina team? Why weren't they as good against a cocky Auburn team? Because those teams – I don't think came in with the hoopla that Kentucky had coming in, that Kentucky still has a chance if they win this game. I just think Georgia, they, they, they hit Georgia at a bad time. And I agree with Scooter. You play early in the year, I think it's they're, they're not as jacked up for Kentucky. Texter says what Stoop said is true. They are free agents. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's true. I mean, the portal is a huge thing. I was uh, listening to something this morning talking about how much Sam Hartman makes. Uh, he's going to make over a million dollars this year in NIL money and endorsements. And they might have took some away from him after the other night. <laughs> he might have he might have made it ten years ago, but it would have been under the table. Yeah. Now it's hey, everybody come on, get what you want. Uh Dion's taking advantage of it in the transfer portal. There, if you don't take advantage of it, you're gonna be left behind. Well, maybe Kentucky That's get Claude Bassett back. Ooh. Whew. I think I threw up in my mouth. You, you a have bit to be there. an old guy to know who that is. Um, so the the key now, as you mentioned, is you cannot have a hangover against Missouri. Missouri doesn't like Kentucky, and I don't think Kentucky likes Missouri. Those games have been close. They've been hard fought. There have been some, um, you know, extracurriculars after the plays and things like that. Eli Drinkwitz can coach. He's proven that. Missouri's coming off a very emotional loss at home to LSU, so they might not be in their right minds as well. But if you're Kentucky – Better show up and play like you did against Florida. Saturday night game uh, at home. 
Uh, that that's got to help. The Keeneland crowd will oh, be drunk when they show that, up. That place will be electric because a Saturday night game at home is a big deal. We saw it at the Louisville game. We were both there. I know it was Notre Dame coming in, and I know it was they came in undefeated and all that good stuff. But those Saturday night games are different. And I I sat, you sat in the press box. I sat in the stands. I went down the field and, with eight minutes to go, and I watched Louisville fans and I watched Notre Dame fans at night that were hammered. <laughs> yelling at people, standing up, doing stupid stuff, and it uh, just kind of rubs off. Now the elevator from the uh, PNC Club and from the uh, 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 Elijah Craig, whatever uh, Angels Envy Room, going down, it was interesting. It was a whole lot of alcohol flowing. I was up in the flight deck for a while. Did you go? I thought you weren't in the flight. Uh, deck. My boy Slug. Uh, Miss Red, uh, we were in oh, the end zone. No, got up there and said, "Hey, Slug, thanks." Oh my! God. We stood the second half and went to the bottom of the flight deck and stood behind the, the lower part of it. That's not bad, but when you go up, my boy Artie, I know Artie's probably not listening. He didn't go to the, the watch Kentucky. He stayed and he was a he was above us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of Louisville, okay, I know I'm I know I'm putting the cart way ahead of the horse here. No, you're not. But ACC title, question mark, playoff, question mark. If this was a 12-team playoff year, we would be talking about this in no uncertain terms. Hey, this is what they got to do to get to the 12-team playoff. But it's still a four-team playoff. Uh, ACC is less respected than the Big Ten SEC, even the Big 12 and Pac-12 this year, right? Is that fair? Uh, I think it's fair. Uh, Florida state is obviously your odds on favorite to win the title in the ACC title, but where's Louisville here? The perfect storm hit them this year. New coach. Everybody's excited. They got a great schedule. Duke at home. They could come Notre Dame they, at they home. Could play Kentucky the last week of the season and be undefeated. What it's if they're not going to happen? What if they're 11 and 0 and they're playing Kentucky? Who at are home. they going to lose to? Only one time. I Miami? see Miami or Duke Dukes and Dukes at. That's going to be a crazy crowd. That's a night night game at UofL, right? Miami doesn't have the coaching to beat them, first of all. Well, they, well, should, have a, they should have a new hey, coach. Can't wait even a take minute, a wait knee. a minute. Just because he took a knee one time, didn't take a knee one time when he obvious when everybody in the world was yelling at the TV, take a knee, doesn't mean he's a horrible coach. He had a horrible moment. So you all know who the offensive coordinator was. Yeah, is I, I for Miami. About, talked about it Did you, Shannon Dawson Shannon was at Dawson. Kentucky. And do you remember his line? Did you just tell him what they said? If it works, you would have liked it. You would have liked it. You know, if he doesn't fumble, we'd be undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> but he did. Wow, um, that's just crazy. Yeah, that was. But, not, that but was the cards crazy. have the perfect storm. Will they be able to weather the perfect storm? I don't know, but it's set up for them. Okay, but you know what's set up for them this week? Yeah, let, let down. down Saturday. You go on the road. You just beat Notre Dame. Jack Harlow and Donovan Mitchell stormed the field. Tony, I had John to get Spears out, did. I had to get out of their way. Um, Jack Harlow's such a good dude. <laughs> I don't know Jack Harlow. I'm just saying that. I want you to think I know Jack Harlow. Um, it was so they stormed the field, and guess what's happening on campus all week? Pats on the back. You guys are the greatest. And you know who they better you be guys pulling are for? Unbelievable. You know who they better be pulling for this week? Uh, USC, Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess Notre Dame. Yeah, they gotta Notre be pulling for that Notre Dame. Sense. They want USC to Notre lose. Dame's out. Yeah, and, and give USC a loss, and that will hurt the pack. Uh, and it'll pack help whatever it is. It will help their um, what you think of Louisville. Speak- they beat the team that beat Southern Cal, Speaking and that no- beat Duke. 
speaking of the Pac-12, isn't it a shame that they're crumbling after this year? Because this is obviously, I mean, in my lifetime, this is maybe the most exciting the Pac-12's ever been. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Because we don't, you know, there is obviously a West Coast bias. Everybody has it that's not west of the Rocky Mountains. You have a West Coast bias. It's hard to stay up after 1030 and watch USC and Arizona go Did to you four watch overtimes. Did you stay up? No. I went to bed. I was. I, I went on. to bed went at to 1 bed. o'clock. I had it on. I thought SC was going to go ahead and win, and I saw I hit the sack. And all of a sudden, I get up and go four overtime. That means two-point conversion heaven. Yeah. 40, which three, I hate 40. that rule. But, uh, yeah, SC survives. And Washington's still undefeated, and Oregon's still undefeated. And they all play each other, which is great. Um, I think Washington and Oregon may play this week. Is that too early to look that up, Scooter? What's the spread on the UofL-Pittsburgh game? Eight. Louisville's eight. At least it opened at eight. I don't know what it is today. But yesterday, Louisville was eight. Kentucky, by the way, two and a half over Missouri at home. But this Pittsburgh game, Tony, you got a one in four team. You're going on the road. You got to buy the next week. You're just kind of, and everybody's telling you how great you are. Hey, Notre Dame. Yeah, you kicked Notre Dame in the crotch there. You all are the best. You're going to win the ACC. And Pittsburgh's going, we're going to sit home. We're licking our wounds here. We're one in four. We got nothing to lose. We got nothing to lose. And Drewsy can coach. So I'm just saying. It's a, it's a system bet. Remember my system. It's a system bet. Ranked team on the road against an unranked team. Especially after a big win. After a big win, yeah. We'll take a break, come back with more. We'll talk a little NFL, and you're not going to believe it, but I did watch just a little, not a lot, just a little NBA preseason basketball. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports. I got cookie in my mouth. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Happy birthday, 60th birthday to Tony Burke. And we have decided to go ahead and open the uh, birthday cookie, cookie. Birthday cookie. Scooch, you, uh, you look like you're chewing over there. That was a great call. Thanks, Tony, for having a birthday. It was a <laughs> tremendous cookie cake. And John's got that 32 ounce over there still from Thornton's that yes, he's still drinking to wash it down. Sucking it down. And thanks to my wife, who uh, went to Walmart today, yes. got the cookie, and uh, Tony appreciates it, and I know I appreciate it, too. I don't think. I know it's your birthday, but I'm celebrating like it's my birthday. I doubt Jamie's listening, but thank you, Jamie. I'll text you here in just a second. She listens more than you know. I, I know that, but I, I, I they're never listening when you say something. News and notes. I did watch about six minutes of the Oklahoma City-San Antonio Spurs game last night. Yeah. Scooter's looking at me like I'm nuts. Why? Victor Wembanyama against Chet Holmgren. And I would have turned it on. I saw it in the paper this morning. I would have watched a little. 122-121. The Thunder pull it out. I didn't see the end because these guys didn't play right. in the second half. Wembanyama in his debut here. That's a 7-4 rookie. Seven, 20 points, 5 rebounds in 19 minutes. He had a handle. Uh, he is a rim protector. Although he doesn't want to be near the rim on the offensive end. He was two for five from three-point land. Huh. Yeah. 
Two for, this is the new game. Did yeah. he bring the ball up the court as well? He he did he can. once or twice. I mean, get a rebound, he'd start dribbling, yeah. and he'd give it to somebody. But, yeah, he could. Great handle for a guy that big. And Chet Holmgren, remember, he was the number one pick a year before for Oklahoma City, got injured in the preseason, mm-hmm. missed the whole year. So he's technically, he and Wambanyama will be fighting for rookie of the year votes this year. He had 21-9 and nine in 16 minutes. And it said they did not really guard each other. Two for two from three-point land was Chet Holmgren, who is 7-4 as well, 7-3. But, uh, look, this is the new NBA, man. Kevin Durant, I guess, is who to blame. Kevin Durant's listed 6'11". Kevin Durant's seven foot, maybe 7'1". But he doesn't want to be considered 7'1", because you worry about the, you know, being put in a hole. Hey, you're 7'1", go protect the rim and uh, – Play with your back to the basket. That's not the way it is anymore. He's changed that, and uh, the number doesn't matter. Seven four, seven five, seven six. We're getting to a point, Tony, where it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And uh, the European game had gone to that a, a while back, anyway. Where you know everybody, you know, all the guys could shoot. They're all seven feet tall, six eleven. But those two guys are freaks. And Holmgren being hurt and not really getting an opportunity to play. And Wimbanyana, or however you say it. Those Close guys, enough. and the Spurs will be on a lot. The Spurs will be on. I think the Thunder will be on more than you. Oh yeah, you usually expect the Thunder to be on because Jacobs Alexander is a uh, All NBA guy. They got talent. They got a lot of talent. Tony, I asked John this a couple weeks ago. Can you name the three teams with the most televised games? I'm gonna go. Is it bad that I don't remember this? Okay, then you can. You join know, in I, as well. I, I actually listened to it, and I'm. I'm I was listening that day. And I would say, of course, L.A. Yep. Lakers, of course. Lakers. Uh, Pelicans. Nope. No, because they they tried that. They tried it Williamson with the, and the it big didn't boy work with Williamson, yeah. Zion. Uh, you know, it, you got to think real well, quick. Um, I'll say Spurs because Wembanyama. Nope. You know, Nuggets. No, nope. well, the Nuggets are not. Which nuggets I knew that, not, yeah. and that's that's part of the. Oh, oh, the easy one, Milwaukee. Nope. Well, I bet they are now. Not the easy one. That they picked up Damian Lillard. Um, they, they may have picked up a Clippers? Few, yeah. Nope. Where are we going? Celtics? Nope. Knicks? The, one of them's easy. One of them is you're all are going to hate that easy. yourself. The, the, the Heat? Nope. Oh, the Suns. Suns are one. Yeah. yeah. And the, that. the, that's not the Kevin easy Durant. one. Kevin Durant. That's not the easy that one? That was not the Kevin easy. Durant, think, I would thought, think that'd be the easy think one. Think about the team that's been on ESPN every night for the last 10 years. Tony, I'm I'm drawing. I, I'm, a blank. I'm drawing a blank too, Scoot. Go ahead. Brooklyn shoot. Nets, the Warriors. Oh, are the oh. third one. Yeah. At, at, so the see. top three are Western Conference teams. Yep. In terms of televised well, I games, I yep. won't see any of those games because they start at ten thirty. <laughs> well, they're always um, televised. But think about that when they're they're on. You want to see Steph Curry? They sh- when they have the West Coast games, the second game. Yeah, those teams are always on. They Lakers are always and on. The, and the yeah. And when they go east. Because they play in the prime time, you have them on then too. I mean, when when uh, Golden State goes to Boston or New York, right, or Miami, you're going to see those games. And, and I firmly believe Milwaukee, and Milwaukee, Milwaukee too. will be there. They, they're on a lot anyway. And if the Greek Freak is uh, healthy and Damian Lillard's playing, they're they're going to be on a lot. All right, NFL last night, the Raiders. Who had the Raiders? Tony had the Raiders. Scooter had the Raiders. Woo! I had the Packers. I don't mind telling you, I had the Packers. Uh, 17-13 over the Packers. Both teams are 2-3 and three now. 
Devontae Adams not happy. And he was, look, he answered the question. He didn't start ranting and raving after the game. He was asked the question, how do you account for only getting four targets tonight? And he answered it. And he basically said, if they're only going to throw it to me when I'm double covered, then I'm going to have 22 catches this year. If they're only going to throw it to me in single coverage, then I'm not going to get them thrown to me because I'm always double covered. He had four targets last night, Tony. Four catches for 45 yards. Now, they still won the game. You play to win the game, as Herm once said. But um, if you're Jimmy G, you got to get Devontae Adams involved. Well, I was watching him because, of course, that cost me my fantasy. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> but sometimes when they showed the replay in the first late in the first half, he looked disinterested. Yeah. Like he wasn't really – it was like he was, he was frustrated and he really wasn't trying to get open a lot of times, I thought. And then they came out in the second half, tried to get him the ball right off. And, uh, but well, yeah, you're right. Or twice. After how good he was last week. And he's playing against his old team last night, the Packers. So you would think there would be something in the locker room yeah. saying, hey, guys, get guy, me he, he's going to play ball. really, really hard this week. Get him the ball. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 22 of 31, 208. Not, not, you know, nothing to write home about. Had one touchdown, one interception. Jordan Love, the questions continue here because he'll be good and then he'll be bad, and then he'll be good, and then he'll be bad. 16 of 30 last night, 182, three, count them, three interceptions. The one at the end of the game, look, the clock's running down. He's trying to throw one into the end zone. I get that. You're trying to make a play. But uh, he wasn't good last night, Tom, period. No, and, and but you got to remember, he really hasn't played. I mean, I know he's been in the league for a while, but, well, you know, how, how much leeway do you give him because he, he sat behind Aaron Rodgers? since they've drafted him, but you know, he's a talented kid, but you can't, yeah. and, and, the, and the Packers are okay. They're not bad. They're not good. So Detroit's going to win you that can't, division. Right? Yeah. You, yeah oh, they're, they're definitely going to, everybody's in the bottom Detroit's at the top, but you can't expect a guy to come in when there's not that much explosiveness and just take over and win. I mean, it, it, you're, you're fooling yourself if you ask me. By the way, after last week when Jamar Chase had his comments about how he's always open and he comes out and has a 15-catch game, sets the Bengals record, should yeah. we expect a big game from Devontae Adams next week? Uh, No. Similar he comments. He doesn't have Joe Burrow. That's true. Uh, but the Bengals didn't think they had Joe only, Burrow until this week. Only the fifth receiver, fifth uh, player ever to have five, uh, 15 catches and three touchdowns in a game. Sheesh. It, it happened, Scoot. They're playing the Vikings. <laughs> speaking of the vikings justin jefferson on injured reserve Ugh. four weeks at least uh not on the roster hamstring um uh what do you do if you're minnesota tony are we blowing this thing up you're one and four justin jefferson's going to be out for at least four games and do you this is the last year of the the kirk cousins contract this is it he's a free agent what if somebody calls somebody that needs a quarterback, let's say, and, and is in the playoff hunt. Let's say, oh, I don't know, the New York Jets. Somebody calls and says, what do you what do you take for uh, Kirk Cousins? You got to listen at this point, don't you, if you're the Vikings? Yeah, I, I still think you got to go a couple more weeks just yeah. to see. If you, might, if, if you beat the Raiders. They won 11 in a row last year. Yeah, if you beat the Raiders, I'm pulling up the schedule real quick. You're looking at. Well, you got the Bears a couple times. I mean, there's there's wins on the schedule. Well, I'm wrong. I think the Raiders have a week off because the Vikings do play the Bears. 
There you go. I'm pretty sure I brought up Kirk Cousins to the Jets a few weeks ago on this show, and y'all laughed me out of the studio. We laugh at a lot of things you say. Yeah, but, but I, we, it doesn't mean we don't agree with them. <laughs> True. Um, no, two weeks ago it was crazy because the Vikings <laughs> were, you know, they weren't one and four. They were one and two two weeks ago. Well, looking at the Vikings uh, schedule coming up, they've got, I, I was totally wrong on the Raider thing. Uh, they're at Chicago. Then they play San Francisco, which is a loss. And then they play Green Bay, Green Bay, Atlanta, New Orleans, Denver, and Chicago. So there's some winnable there's games. There's some winnable games there. Now, you brought up the 49ers. You and Big Al had uh, Dallas this week. One of your Yeah, you went 3 and 2, so it was a good week. Man, how good was San Francisco? I I was I said this yesterday. I was really looking forward to that game and at halftime I was like this thing is a dog because Dallas is not on the same level. I think everybody nationally really thought this was the Cowboys really opportunity, man. They're going to Cowboys are going to show out Including and, the Cowboys. Yeah, and boy, was that a just butt-whooping the whole game. Cowboys looked like they had no business on the field. And I like Mark, Michael Parsons comes out today. He says, there's a couple plays, you know, it's a lot closer than the final score. No, no it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Don't, I turned don't it off. Don't say that, Micah. I turned it off. 42 to 10. Are you coming around on the Niners as uh, undefeated? I, you know, I just don't think you How go. Good's Brock you Purdy. don't go undefeated in NFL anymore. Yeah, and because that's just shown since nineteen seventy-five. Two. What was it? Remember when the Bears were undefeated and everybody thought they were in Miami on a Monday night? Dan Marino just destroyed their confidence. They they didn't lose another game. They went but, on eighty-five Super Bowl. New England but, was but undefeated. Miami just crushed them. New England gets beaten the Super Bowl as an undefeated team. You, yeah, I, would, I think it's gonna happen, but it just doesn't. Uh, right. You, I'll go back to what you say, John, and I, I, I use this quote all the time. They're professionals. You're not playing guys that are not pros that are getting paid a lot of money. Even if the team's not very good, play every week. They're, they're capable because they are NFL players. But the 49ers are really How good. How good is Brock Purdy? You know, he's good, John. He, he runs the show, and he has proven that he's cool, he's good, man. man. He's good. He's Joe Montana cool. He's not Joe Montana. He's Joe Montana cool. And when you got, let's say, I'm going to turn around, I can hand it either hand it off to Christian or Debo. That's a pretty or good Or I start. can throw it to Debo. Or I can throw it to Brandon Ayuk. Or I can throw it to George Kittle. Who caught a bunch and my of defense others. is really good. Why wouldn't you be cool? Yeah. Last pick in the draft, Brock Purdy, Iowa State. You don't have to win the games. You just got to get the ball to the right people and not make mistakes. And he's been really good at that. T.J. Walker, of all people, Mr. Negative. Says happy birthday, Tony B. Have Thank a great you, sir. Day. Thank you much. Scooter, you work with that guy three hours a day. He's not that nice. Two well, hours a day. He I'm can sorry. be. He's he certainly can. We can be. leave him a piece of the cookie here. Well, me. I got a birthday coming up. Let's see if he says happy birthday to me. <laughs> nah, that won't happen. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Pittsburgh seventeen, Baltimore ten. I only bring it up because Scooter's the producer Woo-hoo. here. That was big time. That was an ugly game. Pittsburgh's got no offense. They've got. No offense. But we've got T.J. Watt, and that's you all do. that matters, Kenny, baby. Kenny Pickett is, doesn't matter. I, you could put Tony Burke at 60 years old back there at quarterback. <laughs> They're not scoring any points. I think Tony would be better. He might be. <laughs> it's been a long time since I played QB. But Mike Tomlin, all he does is win. They're 3-2 and two in that division. Incredible. The Steelers. Happy birthday again, man. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Be back tomorrow. 
noon Eastern time, 9 on the West Coast. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. I'm Big A.